When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And we have our follow-up episode to last week's episode of Unconscious Communication. So we're going to dive a little bit deeper into this, talk about a few different things of how to just most effectively connect and talk with, well, everybody, but I was going to say your partner, but everybody in your life. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That opens up so much when we definitely apply this to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I love these topics because I think they're huge and I I don't totally think, well, we're going to definitely, we're going to check in with like a common advice for relationships and see where Jenny and I stand on it. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I think we're talking about things that don't, that don't get talked about in different ways of being in a relationship, you know, as a, as opposed to some of the other things like, oh, you always have to compromise. You always have to do this, all these things. I'm like rolling my eyes right now. I know, right? I was like, oh, no. It's my favorite <laughs> thing to remind people is you get to have it all. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's my favorite when we go through something like this on a call with a client and then the next day like, you never guess what my husband did. Yes. Like, mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had... I had one client who um, she says, okay, so I know this is like a big ask, but I really want my husband to be more cuddly. And I'm like, no problem. We'll do it. And we, you know, did the work. And she's like, yeah. you'll never, but be- he wants to cuddle with me. He calls me. He's <laughs> hugging me. And I'm like, yep, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And communication is just, it's so integral. And I'm, I didn't say that right. Integral to, <laughs> I can't say the word, to your manifesting because it really creates a sense of allowing and ease when you know how to do this most effectively. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, it totally does. It creates Um, space, you know, for for you to have those deep connections that that you're after. Oh, that is so good. It keeps creates the space for those deep connections Mm -hmm. because if you're constantly focused on more of that surface in like sort of trying to fix a problem for the easiest way to say it you can't go into those deeper spaces you're not you don't Mm -hmm. have the space for that but when you learn Mm -hmm. to communicate there's a lot of space for that because so much so many of your words aren't getting taken up with other things (laughs) yep (laughs) and as we talked about last week like you're actually understanding what they're meaning or going for that what they mean versus just the words yes mm-hmm. oh, it's such a powerful um such a powerful reminder what are you excited about Cass oh so many things uh I think today I'll pick my new mountain property <gasps> oh my uh, gosh yeah <laughs> so exciting it is so exciting and now that I Uh, I shared a different example that we're going to talk about later, but even that, when I'm thinking about it, um, it, it ties into something, so I'll bring it up later, but it just happens so easily, and 
it was like, okay, we're doing this and here we go. And it was my love's birthday gift. Like, and that mm-hmm. is amazing and so fun. And the alignment was there on both sides. You know, it yes. wasn't, yeah, which is what we're going to get into. Yeah, it wasn't one of us. It was like, okay, this is it. And I knew we would have to move fast. And so we are making an offer, like driving down the road. <laughs> and we took the back way um, to where we were going. And so you, we would lose service every so often. <laughs> so it was super fun to just, you know, trust and that. Then yeah. trust that and, you know, then check into the hotel and, um, you know, be signing things and like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And it was super cute. Like, you know, we really had to practice patience because we had heard, you know, we were going to supposed to hear at like noon because there were multiple operators on this property. And, and we were like, oh, let's just go have a good time. Like we didn't worry about it. And finally, like, I think at five o'clock I was like, hey, have you heard anything? And my realtor's like, oh yeah, the person needs their daughter to help them sign the documents, but we're just going to proceed as if everything was signed on time and they're accepting our <laughs> offer. Like, <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, so it was really fun. Um, and I'm super excited for all the possibilities there. Yeah, so many. How about you? What are you excited about? I feel most excited about, so in the past few weeks in our tribe, it just feels like there's been big manifestations like every week, like something big every week with the women, like jobs, careers, relationships, ahas, shifts, and that's freaking exciting like everyone can feel it in there but it is Cass and I have talked about such a huge part of our joy comes from seeing our clients be successful and so I do have big intentions for the tribe this year I don't know if I've mentioned that I know they know it um, of big dreams coming true and it's really cool to see that happening a already but to see to know that my intentions are connected to what is unfolding, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, mm. that's so fun. That's good. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, so let's start with, do you want to start with that story you shared about, so the first thing we're going to talk about in this area, in this topic, is asking for what you need versus what you think the other person should do to give you what you need. (laughs) (laughs) So we should say this again. Asking for what you need or what you want, Mm -hmm. um, not telling the other person what they should do to give that to you. Yeah. Um, Nobody likes to be told what to do. Let's just be clear. (laughs) Yeah, nobody. Nobody. Um, And so, you know, when we are, oh, man, and I had a great um, story. But, um, well, you also had a good story about this. Um, Maybe we want to talk about it, about your carpet and cleaning space. Oh, yes, yes. So we got, I mean, I love... I love tidy spaces. I love clean spaces. And so instead of me saying to, oh, I hope I'm not throwing Lisa under the bus, but like, go pick up your stuff. (laughs) I need you to put your stuff here, put your stuff away or whatever. It, that communicating in that way is unproductive for our relationship because I'm telling her what to do which has nothing to do with what I need. The, the clearest, easiest way to, to do this is to say, I 
really want and value tidy spaces. And so does she. It's not, (laughs) this isn't a, uh, like, I'm not alone in this. So we have our, our little outdoor space outside with our tiki hut and our hot tub and everything. And I picked up a a carpet to just like indoor outdoor carpet to go there and we had it all open because we have two dogs that run around our backyard and one dog that loves to dig and one dog that loves to lay on our furniture and so what we were finding that is like it got really dirty out there and I'm like oh I love clean spaces and then I didn't really I mean this kind of ties into the other one but I didn't really push it we just kind of acknowledge that and we communicate that with no I think the biggest thing is with no expectation or like need of the other person to do something this is something we actually had to work out over time of just being together is sometimes when I would communicate it would be assumed that she's like she thinks she needs to do something and I'm like no 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 that's not I'm not saying you need to fix this for me I'm just saying I'm just communicating what I need so even that needed to be to almost have a second conversation about that Um, but we've you know we've worked that out now now we can we're in alignment on what's actually being said with that and so we kind of just gave that space and then she came up with the idea she's like oh hey well why don't we put some rocks down over here that will stop the digging I'm like oh that's a great idea and then we can you know power wash this and then she's like, oh we should just get a little gate and we should have this space space so we can just keep it ourselves and then last weekend we did that and it it was so fun um putting that together creating that space and that experience together as a co-creation versus me like demanding or saying this is what we should do or you should do or this is how we have to act um, is just saying and asking for what I want and need versus and then the other cool thing I know I'm kind of rambling on here is that you give your partner or your parents or your child the opportunity to choose for themselves like oh do they want to support me in that or support the family in that or is it something they want to be a part of because if it isn't that's okay too you know like I coming back to I know I get what I want I always get what I want and so I don't need to make the other person responsible for me getting what I want I just need to ask for it in order for me to start experiencing that Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple more examples of this, but one that just popped into my mind must be somebody needs it is this is great when it comes to money as well. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> a lot of people have different ways that money makes them feel and different amounts of money that make them feel. And so mm-hmm. one of the places where this can be sticky with people is the amount that's in savings or that's amount for your that is so funny we literally (laughs) just had this conversation last week that's hilarious (laughs) that's awesome um and so instead of you know like well we should be saving x amount or we shouldn't do this until this point or i don't want to until this or i don't want to spend this money you communicate what you need. I need $10,000 in savings. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes me feel good. Like, how mm-hmm. can we come up with a plan to get there? Can, like, how does that feel to you? Um, you know, or even just saying it and leaving it be. Like, this is what I, this is what makes me feel safe and this is what I want. 
mm-hmm. is ten thousand extra dollars. Mm-hmm. And not saying the things like we need to cut back this or we need to not spend money until this, right? Because all of those are telling someone else how to behave. Yeah. And it might not even there might be a gap in that communication they might not understand because they are all they want is two thousand dollars in there and they feel they'll feel like you feel at ten thousand dollars and so so important to communicate that like well what does that mean for you yeah Mm -hmm. and and what does it mean and what are the specifics that you need versus i need more in savings Yes. Right. I don't want to spend that because we don't have enough here or we don't have this or we haven't done this. Right. Mm-hmm. Because then you can come up with the plan together to meet everybody's needs and make everyone feel good in the process. But yep. you're not telling someone else what to do. Like you get to you get to co-create it, which is why you're all here listening. Right. Co-creation. And what's the I, lo- I really love the other example that we were going to talk about mm. with this. So not telling them what to do, but telling them what you need. Yeah, so I, um, you know, let's say that you need some time in the house alone. Um, (laughs) Which we've talked about a few times. (laughs) Well, and actually, this comes up a lot. Let me use this example. This comes up a lot, um, I think, in um, like step-parent relationships. So, you know, when someone, if you say something that someone's kids need to do, even the most evolved, if you start in on what their kid needs to do, is going to immediately have their mama bear, papa bear defenses go up. Yeah. So if it is, I need them to clean up their room, right? They need to clean up their room every day, or it needs to be cleaned by this time every day, or this day every day, this, 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 like this list of basically demands, right? Mm-hmm. Automatically what a parent hears, even the most evolved, I would say, is like my kid isn't doing it right. And, mm-hmm. and you're, it's somehow like attacking something about my kid. And mm-hmm. immediately they're defending their kid, right? And it, it may be both of your children, but there's this automatic defense, right? It could happen even in a non-step parent relationship, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I've actually seen that too um, with both natural parents. And so- Also, this happens with your pets. <laughs> Just so <you> know. <laughs> Um, and so instead of saying, this is what should be happening, you start with what you need. Yeah. I need the room to be clean at least once a week so that I am not freaking out that I'm going to have to clean it for three days, six months from now. Yeah. You know, and you really put it on you and express your own, your fears and concerns. It makes me stressed out because... I feel like I'm going to eventually have to go in and do it because it's going to get so bad. Everyone's going to be so overwhelmed. It's not going to get done or whatever your reasons are, but I need Saturdays to be clean house day. Yeah. Or I need, and you don't even have to identify. I need one day of the week for things to be picked up Mm -hmm. because that makes me feel like it's manageable. Yeah. You know, like we're not getting behind. Um, anything or we're sharing that. this experience right we're sharing it and so when you say that about a child great like you can even it's a super even easy way for your partner to include the child as well like okay like you need to have your room clean one day a week which day will it be mm-hmm. you know which is again even the trickle down of you need to do this by this time and this is this is the rule no matter what right Mm-hmm. Everybody gets to work in what feels good and be part of the solution when you ask for what you need instead of say how it should be done. 
it's just so powerful like in all your communication to not to make it about you don't make it about the other person and that this goes like it happens a lot in just in thinking in heads when we start spinning we're thinking about this other person trying to control them just control you just communicate what's important to you what you need what you want um when I was when you're Speaking Cass, I was thinking not only with kids, telling kids what to do, or like if a parent is protective of their kids, anytime you tell another person what to do, whether that's mm-hmm. your partner, your mom, or anybody, the the walls go up. Because yes. that's that's your ego jumping in saying, Don't, you know, like, nope, like I gotta protect myself, right? And so that doesn't it just never it's not a the best way to communicate by telling someone what to do. It's always, always best by expressing what's important to you and what you need or want. Yes, which is, uh, it's so helpful. And I want to talk about like that, you know, Jenny mentioned like being in our head and we think about all these things. What happens in our head is generally we're telling ourselves how we're not going to get what we want. Mm-hmm. And so we are, then you go into like over explaining, which is often like, I need you to do this and you should do it when you get home and you should do it this way. And it's because of this. And don't wait until this time because you'll forget because you're <laughs> trying to <laughs> control not, all the details, all the details to make sure you get what you want yes. or what you need. But the easiest way to get what you want or you need is to ask for exactly what you want or you need and let the yeah. other person or both of you together figure out how to meet that need. Yeah. And I was just thinking about the other side of this too. Like imagine your child, your mom, your dad, your partner came to you and said, I need to have space. And you're like, oh my gosh, okay, how can I support you? Like you love Mm -hmm. this person, you want to help. It's the complete opposite response than being told what to do. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's just so much more freedom. And that space is, I mean, that's good for creation too, right? That's good for creative solutions to come out because Mm -hmm. you're giving it space and you're not attaching to the how you think it should be done. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this. This is a good time to kind of shift into this second point we wanted to cover about giving uh, issues or problems or tensions in a conversation space, right? So not having to figure it out this moment not having to talk it out this moment that one of the most powerful things that happens in Lisa's and I's communication is we've really learned that of when we're we're just gonna spin or we're gonna stay stuck like we're not going anywhere in a conversation and we just stop you know if we it takes discipline because there's a part of you that wants to you know go just keep talking about it right there's that that part of you it was a couple weeks ago and we were having a conversation in the car and in the car you can't get anywhere and we were like coming to a head and and we we just like sat and stopped we just like okay okay let's just not talk about like we're not going anywhere we just sat in silence and it was extremely uncomfortable right but we both knew like it's not gonna come out of this and then so in just a little bit of space then we were able to then I was able to say okay what I really want like I want you to feel support I forget the details but I want you to feel supported or and I want to feel this or something and so just acknowledging what I wanted and then she was allowed to have the space to acknowledge what she wanted and needed and then 
then it all that's all it took was like five minutes of just not talking to be able to access something else that was productive and eventually led to a, a beautiful like unfolding but I it I want to I just want to comment and like highlight how give that space isn't always comfortable but so valuable like if you have to leave the house fine and it's just okay to just stop mid-conversation if you're not going anywhere yes um and so you do have to like in the spirit of communication you have to communicate that right you don't just get to walk off right right (laughs) I mean I know you don't do that but I think that's an important like in our heads we're like I need a break and that is Mm -hmm our intuition leading us but we still have to communicate it to the other person like I need to go outside for five minutes because I need to be somewhere else yes um, and we need a space on this right but um was, or I can't um, keep talking about this like yes. I don't I don't want to talk about this right now yeah I that's actually what Lisa great. said and I was like but <laughs> but but <laughs> which can even feel a little you have to find your words around that too because to some people that it feels like, wait a minute. And it feels like they're taking control of the conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to talk too bad. Like I want to keep, because when we're in it, that's what we want to do. We want to keep, because we get ingrained in the, this, the energy that's growing of of almost like the fight or the argument, Mm -hmm. the thing we don't want to be in, but that it starts to take and we get sucked into that energy Mm -hmm. and we need that step away to remember oh like this is what I really want I don't care about like last Tuesday I want this yeah also I want you to feel good yes I was gonna say that's a big part of it is sometimes what keeps people from having a or what gets people having a conversation too soon is that they're thinking about their partner not feeling good and they can't handle that so knowing your partner's hurting or is not feeling good is often will draw us in too soon and you we have to let that be that's the space or even kids knowing your kid is upset right you have to let that be until you're in the place to then have a productive conversation yeah and so this is what we talk about I think what you're saying is fill through the emotions, right? Before mm-hmm. you go in and try and talk um, for so many reasons. I mean, number one, like once someone's actually felt the emotions, whatever the emotion is, like they're clear, you know, then you yeah. can choose. Yeah. But you can't choose in the middle of the emotion. And especially like if someone is trying to fix it, but it doesn't feel good and, you know, then that emotion can quickly turn to a different emotion because it has that energy of an emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think what you're saying is, you know, if your partner is hurting or not good, it is okay to give space and not try to fix the problem in that moment. In that moment. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, you're not abandoning them, them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think, so we had wanted to touch on this a little bit because I was thinking about it the other day, like working through some communication stuff in my relationship, like, you know, that saying, it's like, I feel like it's cliche marriage advice, but everybody gives it like, oh, never go to bed angry. Mm-hmm. Cassie was like, <laughs> what do you think like, about that? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I kind of think it's terrible advice now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
not that you want to make a habit of going to bed angry, but the f- it, it implies that you're going to force yourself to feel good. Yes. You know, or you're going to force yourself to stay in something when it might just need space. Yeah. You know? As- as I'm thinking about this, I remember, yeah, taking this advice when I was younger and trying to, you know, what this brings to, to mind is one of my partners had like something over the bed that said, always kiss me goodnight or something. That means the same thing to me as yes. like, yeah. And so I, can feel I your energy. Yeah. <laughs> and so I like remember trying to force that and be like, oh, well, we can't, it's a rule. We can't go to bed angry. And so we have to figure this out. And and very in law of attraction terms, that doesn't that's not how you get to the best solution, right? right? So, I mean, where I am now, I would say, just like in my own experience and relationship, I don't think we would go to bed angry, but we would go to bed in love, but maybe not with a solution like to what we have but it would be we would have some sort of mutual understanding that is like okay this isn't resolved but that's okay it's not affecting our love so like we can go to bed in love and still have something that's not um resolved yeah yeah um I agree because they think it's forcing it and the weird thing is if you if you're forcing like those two things which are the same thing right um is you're forcing that solution when sometimes mm-hmm. it's just a little bit of space. Sometimes it might be like, like often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take the whole night, yeah. but like being willing to give any space, if that is the time when it comes and on top of being emotional, people are tired. Right. Like forcing something isn't going to be helpful, but yeah. having the option to know, like, and I think that's an agreement and a commitment that, sometimes you need to come to before you get to that place where Mm -hmm. it's like okay like we're not gonna force anything we're gonna be okay and we're gonna know that we're gonna come back tomorrow Mm -hmm. and we're still gonna love each other and we're gonna do this um even if like we don't go to bed perfect or even if like you know maybe I just don't want to kiss you tonight you know yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah I think that's too, that's powerful too for maybe you haven't had this conversation yet and it takes like an argument or a disagreement or something to bring it up and that the, in the middle of that maybe isn't the time to have that conversation, <laughs> but like <laughs> yes, after, <laughs> after the fact to then be like, hey, does it, can we move through this in a different way next time? Or like let the, let the contrast give you clarity about what you want moving forward because you're going to have other disagreements for the rest of your life, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I think it's that this is the conscious part of, of conscious communication is having an experience, letting it be okay, whatever it was, and then making decisions about how you want to move through it or how you want to feel when it happens next or in the future. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. That is the conscious part, right? Is because you can choose different next time. You can set it up to be better next time. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is priceless. And it's an evolution. And it's always going to be happening, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Always going to be getting better at that, ideally. Yeah. Do you want to start into, want to go into our last point? Yeah, I think we have time. So the other thing about communication is 
trusting you get what you want. Mm-hmm. They're all amazing manifestors if you're listening to this. And so, <laughs> you know, trusting you get what you want means you don't have to force it in the how. You don't have to explain it. You don't have to convince everyone. So one of the principles that I live by and we live by in our house, and it we just had a beautiful example of it this weekend, figuring something out for the dining room and in a storage situation, is if it's not a yes for both of us, it's not the right time. That's such so, amazing. Like people should write that on the uh, marriage <laughs> advice cards. <laughs> right? That's the advice. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Like if you're not – it's, it's okay that it's not the right time because if you're worried you don't get what you want and you're trying you're, – you're acting out of fear, then you're going to stress out about that and try to make it happen. But when you trust mm-hmm. you get what you want and your partner doesn't want that – the same thing you do at that time, you just let go. You're like, okay, I know, yeah. what I, I know I get what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it goes to that higher level too. It's like I, I get what I want. Or we get what we want, which is better than what I can see on my own. Mm -hmm. Right? And so a great example, I just love this because when we were doing some redecorating and changing out some lights, and she was like, what if you don't like this light? Or, you know, I don't know if I picked a light or she picked a light and one of us didn't Don't you mean a chandelier? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, chandelier, light, all of them. Yeah, a chandelier. And, you know, it's like, well, I don't like that. And like, okay, I do. And the, she's like, but but what about, like, you're not getting what you want. And I'm like, no. If it's not what we both want, it's not right. It's not the right time. Mm-hmm. Something will come that we can both look at and be like, that's it. I love it, which mm-hmm. totally happened. Um, and was a great deal, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> also involved manifesting money. But, like, it's so easy when you can come to that space um, and you're just like, okay, like, it's not it doesn't feel 100 percent for you like you don't have to compromise you can just trust and wait and know that there is something that works for both of you if you're willing to let go of what you think you need in order to get something that works for both of you yes this i think this point in itself can transform like communication (laughs) but i want to say a couple things so the first thing is if you is to let it be okay that your partner or whoever wants something different than you do. Okay. So when somebody has a different opinion, a different preference, the, you're in having your initial response be, okay, cool. Well, it's not the right time yet. Like that is the key part of this versus saying, oh no. Right. Versus having that reaction. That's not going to get you what you want saying, okay, great. Let's see what Let's see what happens. Um, And then just this belief out there that we can't both win or like that the idea that somebody has to sacrifice, somebody has to compromise. Get that out of your head. Start creating a reality where it is win-win, where you both get what you want and you will create those experiences. And it it won't feel like sacrifice or compromise. Yeah, at all. Mm-hmm. It's so great and it's so fun. Yeah. We were high fiving in IKEA because <laughs> <laughs> something became clear, you know, and because yeah. I just let it. Like it, it did end up being my idea. It was mm-hmm. an idea I presented like three months ago and was not a hit. And then we walked in and I was like, oh, this is exactly what I was talking about when I was talking about this. And she was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Mm hmm. 
And so with that, because Cass didn't force the details, the universe could show the details in a way that was best for both people. And then that gets the, that's the right timing. That's the hell yes. Yes. So yeah. Fun. Awesome. Anything else you want to wrap up with, Cass? No, I think that was amazing. Amazing. Well, we can't wait to hear your guys' conscious communication feedback and stories. Um, if you haven't already, jump into our podcast uh, Facebook group, Manifest It Now podcast community on Facebook. Um, we share lots of wins and exciting things in there. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. I love helping people manifest money. Because when you're learning to use the law of attraction, money is such a great tool. It gives such instant feedback. There's so many opportunities to see how the energy is flowing through you and where you might be getting tripped up or not allowing it to come in. So if you've had trouble manifesting in the past, you might want to use money as a way to learn how to use the law of attraction. Now, I have helped thousands of people manifest millions of dollars using my system Manifest 10K. And now I would love to invite you to join me complimentary and pay based on your success. You heard me right. You can join, get access to my very successful program, the Enchanted Circle, and most of all, my coaching for when you get stuck. And then you can pay me 10% of what you manifest after you're successful. If this sounds good to you, go to payafteryoumanifest.com to apply. That's payafteryoumanifest.com. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.